wake up today's gonna be a good day wake up today's gonna be a good day wake up today's gonna be a good day wake up today's gonna be a good Welcome to Good Things in Glenwood, the podcast that celebrates the positive things going on in Glenwood Community School District. I'm your host, Jed Taylor. I've served 17 years as a teacher and a counselor at the high school, but currently I'm the director of technology. This role allows me to see the good things going on not just in one school, but in all of our schools, and I want to bring those good stories to you. Our schools, students, teachers, staff, and inspiring stories are what makes Glenwood's education system truly remarkable. So let's get to this week's episode of Good Things in Glenwood. All right, today is episode seven of Good Things in Glenwood. I am talking with Jeff Beeson, the activities director at the high school. Welcome, Mr. Beeson, to Good Things in Glenwood. Thanks, Mr. Taylor. Appreciate you having me on today. All right, this is your first time on the podcast. We're nearing the end kind of of our first run of everybody in this podcast, but for those listeners out there who might not be uh, in our little corner of Southwest Iowa, tell us a little bit about your background and your role in Glenwood Community Schools. Yeah, I currently serve as the uh, high school activities director. I'm in my 12th year at Glenwood. This is my 11th um, as activities director. Served as the dean of students a year prior to um, getting into the AD job at Glenwood. Originally from Erling, Iowa, graduate of Harlan, so kind of been in Southwest Iowa in the Hawkeye 10, kind of my whole life. So very fortunate to have the job I have and get to work with a lot of great people and uh, do what I do. All right, let's get right to some of the good things. Again, because of the nature of your of the activities you oversee, this episode takes on a little bit different format than what we've done with our, our administrators, um, where we, we've asked those building administrators to highlight things from kind of the first quarter of their school year um, your world operates more in seasons, so uh, with so many programs, we don't want to leave anybody out. So it'll be a little bit more of a season in review feel to it. So uh, let's get to it. Um, which fall program are we going to review first? Yeah, let's start with our, our football program. So our football team finished, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, eight and three, made it to the quarterfinals of the uh, state football playoffs this past year, uh, which was our ninth time making making the playoffs. Kind of the first time we've we've hosted a, a quarterfinal game in school history. So. We were proud and happy to be able to do that. Um, really had a great year with uh, with all our kids, and they, they really did a great job. And some of those accolades follow when you have such a great season. So we had multiple school records broke by our quarterback, Caden Anderson, and re- receiver Peyton Longmire, and as well as uh, Trent Patton, who played on both sides of the ball. And we had uh, Peyton Longmire, Caden Anderson, Kellen Scott, Trent Patton, Parker Getter were all selected to All-State teams for their successes they had this past year. Um, one thing we're probably most proud of is Britton Maxwell was the Class 4A Iowa High School Iowa Bankers Class 4A Student Achievement Award winner. Um, not only getting it done on the football field, but also in the classroom as well. So really proud of the senior class and all they've accomplished over the last four years of playing high school football. Um, not only great football players, but uh, kids who represent Glenwood well. So it's kind of a quick recap of our, our football season. Excellent. So again, uh, a lot of players listed there as getting uh, postseason awards and honors as well as, you know, football as well as academics. So again, uh, great job by our football team. Uh, What's the next program? Yeah, moving into our cross country teams. We'll start with the boys first. So they had a great season finishing second in the Hawkeye 10, uh, qualified for the state cross country meet for the fourth time in a row and the 18th time in, in school history. We had four individuals qualify for state. That was Andrew Smith, Bryant Keller, Liam Hayes, and Maverick Mixon. 
Um, this is the fourth consecutive year that Andrew Smith and Liam Hayes have qualified, only the second and third kids in school history to qualify for state four years in a row, so an unbelievable accomplishment um, for them. And then at the state meet, Andrew Smith finished as a medalist as a fifth-place finisher, and Bryant Keller was a 10th-place medalist, uh, <clears throat> which is kind of the first time in school history the Rams have had two medalists uh, on the stand. So, so uh, really great showing at the state level even. Right. And as a team, the Rams finished uh, finished 10th. Um, at state, so a, a great year by the Peberals and our our boys cross country team. Excellent, and then we'd move into the girls. Yeah, girls won the Hawkeye Ten Championship for the third time in four years and the fifth time in seven years. Uh, freshman Greg Bergelin was your Hawkeye Ten individual ch- champion. Uh, Rams qualified for state as a team uh, the following week there, and that was their seventh straight trip to state and their eleventh in in school history. And individually, we had three individuals qualify with Grace Bergelin, Brecklin Peterson, and Lauren Hughes. And then Lauren Hughes became the third qualifier in school history to qualify for state as an individual in three out of four years of her of her high school career. So, um, and then just a little fun fact about our cross country course in general. Due to the forecast of rain on the scheduled day to run the Hawkeye Ten meet, um, we moved the moved the cross country meet to a Wednesday, and Glenwood ended up being able to host that. So, uh, it's now the third time in ten years we've been able to host that meet due to the ability to run our own run kind of on our own course. So. Pretty good fun fact there and uh, a testament to our community and what we have for our cross-country course. Yeah, absolutely. So both the boys and girls, great showings at the state level. Again, uh, and we're seeing success early because we had several four-time and, and three-time state qualifiers. So that's a good uh, good uh, addition to our program. For sure, yeah. Coach okay. is doing a great job. Kids getting involved early, um, trying to peak uh, uh, as they get to be a senior. And those guys really did a great job. Yep. And obviously with a sport like cross-country, there there's a lot of just – yourself on the road running time right yeah a lot of miles put in yeah pr- prior to you know august when the season gets started so a uh, good testament to the dedication these kids have great job cross country all right next program for the fall yeah gonna move into our volleyball season uh we finished nine and one in the conference uh losing on a fifth set to uh lewis central who ended up qualifying for the state meet there but uh <clears throat> we, we advanced to the regional final where they lost to indianola who ended up finished second at state uh, Rams finished with 30, 30 wins this year, um, had, a, had a 13 win turnaround um, from the year prior. So a, a great year by Coach Carmen and all the girls there at, at really at all three levels. Um, and Charlie Hernandez was selected to the All-State team for her um, outstanding season that she had um, coming off a season-ending injury the year prior. So looking forward to great things with our, our volleyball program moving forward. Absolutely. A 13-win swing is no, nothing small to sneeze at there. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. next up. Yeah, girls swimming, a uh, little different for us. We share that program with uh, Lewis Central, but have a lot of great kids who participate in that. We had five kids uh, participate with their co-op sh- sharing swim team this year. And Lexi Sarkovicius was a, a state qual- qualifier in the 100-yard backstroke as well as the 200-yard medley relay. So um, once again, Lexi is one of our five girls who swam at Lewis Central. Had a, had a great season, as did the other four who uh, partic- participated in swimming. Uh, that's outstanding, too. And it's one thing to just say that we share as a program, but talk a little bit about the logistics that those athletes have to go to to, to participate with a swim team that's kind of a co-op with another school. Yeah, so everything's done up at Lewis Central at Titan Hill at their at their swimming pool. Um, Lewis Central gets out of school a little earlier for us, which presents a little bit of a challenge trying to get girls there on time and get them up there for practice at 315 um, every day. But really, the girls are responsible for getting up there. Um, they're responsible for getting home. Uh, making the bus and all the stuff that uh, Lewis Central does. So we're we're fortunate to be able to provide 
an opportunity for girls to swim. It's unfortunate that we're we're not hosting our own, but um, a lot of logistics that, that go into place to be able to, to do our own, but we're fortunate to be able to go at least offer that to our kids to swim up there. Yeah, so a little bit of extra dedication that it takes to uh, participate in swimming than just walking out of the classroom and down to the locker room in the same building. Right, and usually not a sport. You just pick up out of nowhere and, and start to have success doing it. So a lot of time put in prior to their high school years of yeah. being a really good swimmer. Yeah, a lot of similarities between that and the cross-country teams. You know, there's a lot of a lot of hours dedicated to staying in shape for that, that kind of event. Absolutely. All right, what's up next on the fall list? Yeah, we're going to move into our marching band. Uh, Rams had a great competitive season. Finished fifth uh, when they went over to Ankeny to their Field Fest competition. Uh, both the middle school and high school bands won the Clarenda Parade competition. Uh, and the Rams kind of finished their marching band season with a Division One rating, which would be their 35th Division One rating um, out of the last 35 years. So a great a great job by Mr. Dave Clark, Mr. Dan Schoening, and Miss uh, Elsa Griffin there with, uh, with our with our band, but one thing I'd also like to note, we, we were fortunate to host uh, the Field Fest event, which has been going on for a lot, uh, or a long time, as well as we hosted the state competition um, a week later. So to put those events on back-to-back weeks is a huge testament to our directors, as well as our band parents for all the time they put in um, being able to host that. So those are two big Saturdays, but uh, our people do a great job and our facilities allow us to host that. So very proud of um, certainly what we have to offer and our, our band does a great job. Fantastic. Again, uh, hosting things in Glenwood is, is becoming more of a, more and more of a tradition all the time. So, all right, next up. Yeah, I'm going to move into some, maybe some individual stuff, just, just in regards to our all-state band and chorus. We had 20 kids try out for the all-state. Um, we had two band, two band students get selected, three choir students uh, be selected. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't a band or a choir student, but um, the, the grueling process that they go through in terms of trying out for this, um, and to be selected is pretty remarkable and impressive. So being chosen for band was Elijah Morrison and, and Britt Maxwell, and then being chosen for choir was Roman Glover, Connor Edick, and uh, Evan Belt. So just an outstanding day for those guys. Um, and like we talked about earlier, a lot of work goes into leading up to that, to, to where they go perform really well on the day to be chosen um, for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, ha- I have a little experience with that as a choir student when I was in high school. Um, I tried out for All-State Choir one time, Kind of found out the the work and dedication that that strings all the way back into the summer with some of that stuff, and decided that wasn't for me. So mm-hmm. again, I, I definitely appreciate the work that those students put into it, and being selected is, is truly an honor. Um, I don't know what the percentage is of, of people who get selected for that, but I know it is not high. Right. Yeah. Pretty a uh, pretty grueling process, and then uh, obviously, like you talked about, to be selected is uh, pretty elite. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Next up. Yeah, moving into our cheer, um, cheer team finished third uh, at the Titan Cheer Fest in Fort Dodge, um, and just missed out on a trophy at state cheer, the state cheer competition. Um, did you know you get docked for a point um, having gum in your mouth when you show up to uh, oh my to, to check in? So um, that was a hard reality for maybe one of our younger kids who maybe weren't aware of that or uh, we didn't communicate well enough. But um, you know they, they they had a great great performance there at state. Um, got Dr. Point and missed out on a trophy, but it doesn't take away from all the amount of time and effort and the, their great performance they put in. So um, a couple of individuals to honor there, Maddie Stratton, Cora Pestle, and Mackenzie Peterson represented Glenwood on the honor squad who performed at the, the Uni Dome there for the 1A and 4A football championship. So 
Um, really proud of their honor squad accomplishments and being able to represent Glenwood for, yeah. for that big event. Again, an- another squad representing Glenwood well at the state level. Again, mistakes happen. No harm, no foul. We'll move on and we'll do better when we know better next year. So. Right, for sure. All right. Next program up. Yeah, we're going to talk and introduce some of our art students. So the 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 co-op show uh, held once a year is open to hundreds of high schools and middle schools in the, you know, maybe in the metro area. And out of all those schools, only about seven are chosen to display art in that co-op uh, art gallery. Uh, Glenwood was chosen to display artwork. And then in this display area, there's room for about 12 to 15 pieces of, of art where students are judged to get into the show. And this is one of the only opportunities for them to sell their work and interact with professional artists. So um, the artwork was up for a month and of October at the gallery in downtown Omaha. And we'd like to give a shout out to the following students, Every Kendall, Carlos DeVree, Kelsey Sutton, Micaiah Smith, Abigail DeVert, Gavin Wilson, Avery Joyce, Madeline Berglund, Evan Bell, and Quinn Richardson on being chosen to uh, display artwork. So uh, those are those are the kids who work extremely hard with what they do and kind of perfect their craft. But because it's not maybe on a scoreboard, sometimes we forget about those kids. And uh, I see their artwork daily. And it's displayed throughout our high school, and they just really, really do a great job of uh, putting in a lot of time and maybe not getting the recognition that goes with it. Yeah, and so that's that's an area where our you know our students are are inching into that professional art world. So again, not not just having an art show in our own building, but downtown Omaha, the Art Co-op Gallery. If any of you haven't been there, it's a great great location in the old market. You can walk in, look at the artwork, um, sample some great restaurants. But again, our our students' work being displayed. Um, in a pretty large metro area and, and a in a fine arts mecca in Omaha. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, any other programs we need to review? Yeah, that's really it in terms of the fall. I'm gonna when we when we re talk about the winter, I'll get into our, our dance teams a little bit and some of the other things that have happened maybe in between the fall and the winter season getting going. But um, before we end, I just want to make sure I give a shout out to our our dance team, our cheer squad, and our band. Um, many people view Friday night in the fall all about football, um, but the, the the support and the work the band, our color guard, cheer, dance teams do are, are outstanding. Um, we probably take them for granted, but I, I greatly appreciate the work our kids and sponsors do to establish such a positive culture in our building as well as make the atmosphere awesome um, at all our home events. So big time shout out to, to those guys who, like I said, don't always get the credit. Um, their stuff doesn't show up on a scoreboard, but they have a large uh, role in, in hosting big time events here in Glenwood. So I greatly appreciate all their work. Absolutely. We love, we love those supports and they, they just make for a, a great environment. Um, I'm going to put you a, a little bit on the spot because a lot of people may see your title as just AD and some people's first knee jerk reaction is athletics director. But truly after the episode, we are just taping here talking about all the different activities. Comment a little bit about, about your, your view or philosophy on being an activities director and the work that goes into supporting all of those programs, not just from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, I hear from high school kids, hey, I want to be an AD. I see you standing up, holding up a wall at, uh, at some events and supervising a lot of things. And I said, well, that's, that's one thing we do. Um, but it's also choir, band, art, um, cheer, dance, and all the other things that go into trying to promote everything that we do and not just at a basketball game or at a football game or whatever that looks like. So um, I take pride in the activities part because, um, one, we have great kids, but two, I want to be all-encompassing of – everything that we offer and want to make sure our kids have a great experience in all that they're doing, whether they're an athlete or a non-athlete. Um, they're always representing Glenwood in all that we do. And we want to represent Glenwood to the best of our ability and um, be at the highest level possible. So, um, yeah, I, 
really oversee 21 different activities and um, sports. And then if you include some other clubs that we're trying to offer for kids, that's really what my job is all about. But I, I got into this job to do what's best for kids and try and promote them the best that we can and offer opportunities for them. So we'll continue to try and do that uh, moving forward and continue to try and be better in all that we're doing. Excellent. And, and one of the other things that I, I kind of witnessed from behind the scenes, and, and it goes back to a comment we made earlier in the podcast of hosting things in Glenwood is becoming more, more and more frequent. Um, but talk about what goes into building that culture, culture where we can host activities, events, those kind of things. And, and to some extent, we're going to brag a little bit that we do it better than a lot of other places. Talk about what goes into that. Yeah, first and foremost, I think the facility to be able to host it is something that has to happen. You know, the state kind of dictates to you who hosts what in the postseason. Um, sometimes it depends on your record. Sometimes it depends on how good you are. But in terms of band and some of those other things and hosting a neutral site, uh, regional volleyball final game, um, that's all based on your facilities and based on how well you can run it. So. We have great help, um, great support in hosting a lot of the things we do. I think we got a great reputation across the state um, and being able to host efficient events. So that that in large part helps um, what we're trying to do. And, and if you can be organized and do everything that it takes to host a great event like that, um, that, that really helps. And so it, we're, we've been super fortunate to host a lot of things, a lot of first time things maybe in the last 11, 12 years that I've been here, um, but in large part due to our facilities and um, the amount of great people we have to be able to put on some of these events. All right, before I let you go, I want to I want to just get a, a look ahead. Uh, is there anything coming up in the winter, or even things that that people out there could be looking forward to in the in the rest of the coming year, uh, the activities year? Is there is there things you're looking forward to coming up? Yeah, we're going to kind of wrap up here, our uh, wrapped up our December stuff, but looking forward to um, January. We're going to host our show car gala uh, late January, where we're bringing in 15 different schools from across a couple different states there um, for a huge show choir event. We've been fortunate to be asked to host district wrestling, which will be the second um, Saturday in February. So those are big events. Um, and then really, anytime we have a big home conference girl boy basketball game, those are always big events too. Uh, to attend. So um, those are some of the big things coming up as well as some concerts we'll have uh, after the first of the year. But I'm uh, just looking forward to continue to try and have a great year and uh, promote our kids and put our kids in positions to be super successful uh, moving forward. Outstanding. Well, great fall season, everyone. Uh, next time we visit with Jeff, we'll be reviewing the winter season and cannot wait to hear about all the good things and those activities coming up. Um, but that does it for this episode of Good Things in Glenwood. I want to thank our guest, Jeff Beeson, for joining us and talking about all the good things happening in the fall activities. We want to give one more shout out to all of the teachers, coaches, and sponsors of all of those fall programs, as well as the athletes and activity participants. Uh, to everyone in winter activities, keep up the good work, and we'll be calling you out on Mr. Beeson's next visit to the podcast. Thank you listeners for joining us and be on the lookout for the next episode of Good Things in Glenwood, where we'll be getting ready to start round two with our building administrators talking about good things going on from the second quarter in each of those buildings. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day.